What's goody, what's goody, what's goody? My name is Bricks. This is The Brick Report. What's good, what's good? Welcome to the first actual episode of The Brick Report. Um, There have been two other episodes, but those were um, just introduction episodes. And then last week I did the 420 episode for y'all. I hope all y'all had a, a great 420 and whatnot, you know. Um, but yeah, so y'all welcome to the first episode and shit. Again, this is the Brick Report, and the Brick Report is basically just me. Again, my name is Bricks, and um, the Brick Report is just a show where, um, basically it's just shit I like to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll go ahead and let you know if you are someone who is, um, who has a problem with cursing or um, vulgarity or any of the above. <laughs> you might want to cut this shit off because, you know, I, and I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily vulgar, but, you know, my um, my speech is very cu- loud, country and you know what I'm saying? I say what I'm thinking. So, um, I am uninhibited. <laughs> so, I'm going to say what I want. So, if you can't get with that, then you should prop. Why does this phone? I'm sorry. Hold on one second, y'all. Yeah, um, if you can't get with, uh, with cursing or if you are one of those people who thinks that women shouldn't curse and bullshit like that which that will be a whole nother fucking discussion on this show because men and women who feel like that they will be discussed um later at a later date but anywho um i hope y'all been chilling since the last time i fucked with y'all and whatnot i have well i ain't really been chilling a bitch been grinding Trying to get to the money, you know, just working hard and trying to actually, well, I have been working hard, but I've also been trying to focus on aligning and and not trying to kill myself working hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I want to work hard, but I, I feel like what I'm supposed to do, I'm supposed to do anyway. So I feel like. I, I need to align myself with what it is I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm working on that. And I am aligning myself, getting myself together. I'm working. I'm not killing myself, but you know what I'm saying? I'm working on some things. So it feels good. Productivity feels good. I think I told y'all on a previous episode, a bitch has a problem with procrastination. But you know, it is what it is. It is a constant struggle in my life, but... I'm working on it. But anyway, so what we'll be doing is um, every week when I come fuck with y'all, and I'm going to be putting this out on Monday nights, 
it is technically Tuesday morning now because, again, y'all know a bitch be staying up late. So um, I thought about getting this out yesterday, and I know that I told y'all that I was going to let y'all know. I know I told y'all that I was going to let y'all know um, in advance about when the first episode was coming out. But you know what? I said, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and put the first episode out and do what I do because, you know, y'all can listen to this shit anytime. So if you didn't know it was coming out today, if you did, you know, future episodes will be, um, I'll make sure to advertise them more, but um, yeah. So this is it today. I'm here. It is 3.14 in the a.m. on May 1st. So get with it. Shit, roll or get rolled over. What y'all gonna do? <clears throat> anyway, um, when I start these shows, I'm gonna be starting off. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? It's a good thing um, to start everything with gratitude. You know what I'm saying? Because... I did say that I was going to try to stop saying, you know what I'm saying, so much. But again, it's just a part of my speech, so get with it. But, um, yeah, you know, so the first segment, I think, of every show, until I get tired of it, is going to be a segment I like to call Appreciate It. Um, if you're from the South, you are familiar with the phrase Appreciate It. We say that when we appreciate some shit that a motherfucker do, like, if you come to my crib, and we ain't got to go that far, if we outside chilling, and I need a lighter, and you pass me a lighter, I'm like, appreciate it, because you handed me a lighter, I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying, or if I'm at your house, it could be something as simple as, I'm getting ready to eat at your house or something, and, um, you know, you pass me a fork, you know, and after I get the full, I'm just going to tell you, you know, appreciate it. Because I appreciate you passing it to me. So, appreciate it is a segment of the show where we're going to start off with a little bit of gratitude. So, we can think about some shit that we're thankful for, you know. Um, so, appreciate it. So, this week in appreciate it, I want to talk about um, motherfuckers that do what they say they're going to do. Um... I appreciate it. Word up. Because you know what? A whole bunch of motherfuckers don't do what they say they're going to goddamn do. Um, weed men lie their motherfucking asses off. They'll tell you their asses is coming down the street uh, two hours later. Motherfuckers still ain't got to your damn house yet. Um, you know, I appreciate somebody doing what they say they're going to do. Baby dad is, you know, and I am not a, uh, I do not have children. I am nobody's mama. But I have seen, I have witnessed baby dad is lying to baby mamas and shit about what they gonna do. I'm coming to pick the baby up tomorrow. Goddamn baby, uh, looking out the damn window from 8 o'clock in the morning to 6.30 at night waiting for your punk ass and you ain't showed up. Cause you know you can't tell no damn baby. That your ass is going to come get them and then don't come. Because you already know they're going to be looking for your motherfucking ass. So, these are just examples of um, motherfuckers who don't do what they say they're going to do. 
You know what I'm saying? A whole bunch of people don't do what they say they're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, might, you might have people in your life that be like, um, pardon, I had to get a sip of water. People in your damn life that be like, yo, if you need me, yo, just let me know. You know what I'm saying? You might not never need that motherfucking ass until one day when everything in your life is crumbling the fuck down. And then you be like, you know what? My folk told me I could hit them up if I need them for anything. And today, goddammit, I need that ass. And you'll hit them up and be like, hey, yo, what's going on? And they be like, hey, nothing, what's going on with you? And they can already tell you need them. Because, you know, <clears throat> you can tell in a motherfucker's voice about what's going on. So they already then got apprehensive and kind of, you know. So you like, yeah, um, listen, I hate to hit you up. I hate to bother you, but you know what I'm saying? I know that you told me that if ever I needed you. And, you know, I, I never use that because... I, I hate to even ask people for stuff, but, you know, I really need you today. When I tell you that motherfucker will have so many excuses, he'll be like, you know, oh, shit. Had you called me yesterday, I would have been able to do it. But today, shit, I'm about, I'm about to fly to Europe in about 10 minutes. Um, I'll probably be back tomorrow morning. After I get back, though, um, I got to go to Bangladesh um, right after that, um, damn, I sure wish you had hit me up earlier. I would have been able to help you, but boy, motherfuckers will come up with so many goddamn excuses for that ass. So yeah, the day I appreciate people who do what they say they're going to do because them motherfuckers is few and far big goddamn tween in 2018. You hear me? Like, they, you can't find people that do what they say they're going to do. So if you somebody that do what you say you're going to do, I appreciate your motherfucking ass. Appreciate it. Alright, so <clears throat> the next segment of the show um, one minute um, the next segment of the show Excuse me. It's called Pop Your Pussy for the Culture. Now, Pop Your Pussy for the Culture is really just pop culture. However, pop culture is so boring. Like, everybody say pop culture. So, I'm not going to call it pop culture because I'm not that boring. So, Pop Your Pussy for the Culture, um, where I share with y'all pop culture and news and things that are going on today with folk that y'all may or may not give a fuck about. So, um, <clears throat> first in popular pussy for the culture, let's discuss Prom 2K18. Um, so the kids was cute, okay? Um, <clears throat> the kids was cute. Uh, y'all look beautiful. Um, the girls' dresses were beautiful. I enjoyed seeing, uh, the little boys in the jegging capris. Um, y'all was really cute. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Some of y'all. Now, others of y'all, which 
I saw a, a picture of a little girl with her whole ass out. Um, like, I'm talking about literally assed out. Like, she had a thin sheath or veil type see-through damn thing. <coughs> but her ass, like, was not covered. Um, I blame her mama on them. Because, what the, where the fuck is you going? Um, little girl. Is you going to the motherfucking stroll? If you ain't going to the goddamn stroll, bitch, you need to be bringing your little ass back in the house. Cause who's, first of all, what kind of school is going to let your ass in there? Um, <coughs> they must be having prom at KOD. Motherfucking King of Diamonds or some goddamn well. Because who is letting the little girls in the motherfucking prom with their asses out like that? And then, like, some of the damn kids was just doing the motherfucking most. I saw a little girl in a goddamn Barbie box. Um. Let's see. Um. Little bitch, where is you going in that motherfucking Barbie box? Why is you in a goddamn Barbie box? See. <clears throat> Um, prom is so different now than it was when I was in school. Now, mind you, I didn't even go to fucking prom. Like, I didn't go to prom. I had a damn boyfriend at the time and everything. But I think, I don't know what we was, I think I was just getting high. Like, I ain't go to prom. I was just chilling. I did not go. I went to a military ball or two or some shit. But I, I did not go to fucking prom. No years. <clears throat> so... Anyway, I can say that from my friend's pictures of prom, prom looked very, um, very simple back in the day. Uh, little bitches would go get a damn French roll. Uh, they would get, um, some finger waves and maybe some fucking spray glitter across the front of that bitch with a hanging ass, a hanging curl or several hanging curls. On the front, on the side, you might get some, you might get a bun in the front of the French roll. And in the bun, you might have some spray glitter in that bitch with some pearls. You know what I'm saying? Like, these little bitches nowadays got motherfucking hair down to their goddamn ankles, which, hey, I am not hating because I'm here for it. It looks fabulous. But I'm just going over the differences, you know. And I know I went to prom, well, the folk that I went to school with went to prom a long time ago. But I'm just saying, it was very different. Um, the makeup back in the day, uh, if somebody did your makeup back in the day, it was probably your auntie or your mama gave you some good, a good fashion fair eye. Or um, you got a good uh, Mary Kay lip. Uh, but these little bitches is getting MUAs <clears throat> to come and do their motherfucking makeup. And... Um, Like, the shit is real. Like, these motherfuckers are spending money. They are going to the prom in luxury vehicles. <coughs> Teslas and motherfucking... Like, they spending money. Uh, all kinds of shit. Horse-drawn carriages and goddamn helicopters and 747s 
setting themselves on fire and shit in front of the prom and then dousing themselves out with baking soda and water and stop dropping and rolling and goddamn suit and prom dress still be clean. These motherfuckers are something different. Like, for real. These little niggas is on some other shit. So, yeah, like, some of y'all was beautiful and looked great. And some of y'all was just... Some of y'all, like, but it is what it is. I hope everybody had a great fucking time, cute or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope that you went and got your shit off. Like, you know, had a great time. Um, let me see. <sighs> Kanye got down with. Um, so... Kanye always been fucking crazy. I mean, we know that. Kanye has always been, um, uh, let me see. Kanye has always been a a fork or two away from a full set of cutlery. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kanye ain't never quite been, you know how, uh, Steve Harvey on Kings of Comedy was talking about Luther Vandross curl, and he said it ain't never quite, ain't never quite curled all the way over. You know what I'm saying? Kanye ain't never quite curled all the way over. So, mm. oh, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I keep telling y'all that I record this show on my phone with an app called Anchor. And so, you know, like my phone be going black and stuff. And so that I can make sure that y'all asses are still here. I be stopping and trying to get the screen back and shit. So anyway, Kanye of back in the day is gone. And I mean, it's understandable. Kanye had been through a lot of shit. Fame is a lot for some people to handle. And you can imagine like your whole shit is public. You know what I'm saying? You don't get no privacy. So Kanye, you know what I'm saying? And Kanye, when he lost his mama, and let me tell you something. Boys, and they got their mamas. Like, it's a different type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, mamas love us. They love their daughters. You know, they do. They don't love us like they love them sons. Like, (laughs) Don't believe the hype, you know. Your mama love you, you know. If you're a girl, your mama love you. She do. You know what I'm saying? You are her baby. She will fight tooth and nail for your motherfucking ass. But them sons, though, they different. Like, sons are just, um, I don't know, when it comes to mamas, they're very different. So Kanye and Donda were very close. Donda is Kanye's mama. And when she died... Something, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just, you know, like, he just, he just changed. His music is different. He is different. You know what I'm saying? He, um, selling homeless people clothes and shoes and shit. That goddamn Kanye West clothes is very, and I understand that rips and clothes are the style, but these are very different. They just look like, um, spring, summer, homeless, 2018. But, anywho, I digress. Um, <clears throat> so, 
Kanye is fucking tripping and I've been talking about how he supports uh, 43 plus 2. If you used to watch Bitch, which was the video podcast that I was on before this, you know that 43 plus 2 is y'all's president. And um, I don't call him. He is 43 plus 2. We're not even giving that motherfucker 45 around here. He's 43 plus 2. So Kanye had been talking about how he um, supports 43 plus 2 and it's all about love and all this dumb shit. Like, Kanye, what? What the fuck? So anyway, a lot of people were saying that it was a publicity stunt and whatnot. And it kind of was, I guess. Like, I don't... Okay, so right after he did that, he came out with um, a song that is kind of crazy. It's very crazy. He came out with a song, and T.I. is on the song, and the song is basically him and T.I. going back and forth. He is talking to T.I. about why he support 43 plus 2, and T.I. is talking about, yeah, but you know, when you go against your people and everybody who supported you and, you know, this, that, and the other, it is just very... I don't like it. Like, first of all, what the fuck? Like, I'm just not here for it. I don't like it. Kanye, 43 plus 2 don't fuck with niggas. So what are you doing? Like, you used to be with us. You used to understand. You said that George Bush didn't like black people, and he don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck? You used to see shit like that. If you could see that motherfucking George Bush didn't like black people, how the fuck you can't see that 43 plus 2? 43 plus 2 hate anything that ain't the same color of milk and snowflakes and motherfucking... Like, 43 plus 2 is not here for... Kanye. Listen. Okay? It's still time, Kanye. You can still come back. Like, ain't no need. Like, what are you doing? You is wearing this nigga hat? Kanye, what are you doing? The fuck is you doing wearing one of them goddamn hats, Kanye? Like, listen... Kanye, your name is fucking Kanye. That is a nigga ass name. Like, what is you doing, bro? Listen, come on home, Kanye. For real. It ain't, we'll still take you back. Like, <laughs> damn. You, we, we understand you've been through a lot. So if you could maybe, come on, Kanye. God damn, bro. Like, you, I mean, yes. Like, He's always been arrogant and, you know, shit like that. But a little bit of arrogance is all right. I'm here for it. But Kanye, come on, man. God damn. Anyway, <clears throat> y'all's favorite wannabe white homegirl, um, Stacey motherfucking Dash, came out. And I think she probably just got her damn teacup and the motherfucking stir um, so that she can... Um, <clears throat> get back to sending niggas to the sunken place. Um, I'm certain she had just ordered a teacup from motherfucking Amazon so that she can stir the hell out of it. Probably in front of Kanye. So she comes out. She wrote a motherfucking think piece for some magazine or something talking about um, she supports Kanye and he should not apologize because I didn't even read all of what the fuck she said because she on some bullshit, but she basically was saying that 
uh, trying to force someone to think a certain way because of their color is the most racist. Like, Stacey Dash, shut the fuck up. Bitch, you been clueless. You still clueless. Uh, motherfucking, um, what's the other love? The love white girl that was in Clueless. What is her name? Alicia Silverstone has got to be more woke than you, bitch. Stacey Dash. Girl, what? Girl. Shut the fuck up. Stacey Dash is always trying to, um, fit in with white people for some reason. Girl, don't you know? Girl, what the fuck, girl? Anyway, I'm over it. Um... Fuck 43 plus 2. Kanye, look. We're going to give you about... Let me see. We're going to extend your time, bruh, for like another month and a half where you can come on back home and start going through, you know, the process where we can, you know, try to bring you on back. It's going to take some time, but... Okay. So... Um... I believe this was in New Jersey, this next story. Um, Okay, so a manager, (laughs) this shit is crazy as hell. A manager popped up at a lady's house, a restaurant manager of a restaurant. I think it was called, um, damn, I I forgot what the damn uh, restaurant is called. Anyway, it's not one that you hear about often, so... This woman went to this restaurant and no, she didn't go to the restaurant. My apologies. She, I think it's called La, is it La Porchette? I'm trying to remember. But anyway, she ordered some food from the restaurant to have it delivered to her house. When the food got there, she said that the guy was really nice that delivered it and shit. He dropped off her food. I think she ordered like a burger and fries. She said the burger was plain, I think, just like the meat and bread and the steak fries was some bullshit. So she gave the restaurant a three, a rating of three in Yelp, right? So after she gives these people a damn rating of three, the motherfucking manager from the store, (laughs) from the restaurant, shows up at her damn house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because he does not agree with the rating. Um, and then calls her and is like, uh, basically letting her know, hey, um, I'm the restaurant manager from, I think, like I said, I think it's called La Pochette or something. I'm the restaurant manager from La Pochette and I'm here to discuss your Yelp rating. Motherfucker, I know you didn't come to my goddamn house. And the lady was like, so she didn't come outside because she didn't want him to do nothing to her. But how fucking crazy is that? You would show up at, like, he took his job serious as hell. His name was probably something like uh, motherfucking Bernard Little or some shit. Bernard was not playing about his motherfucking yelp rating, bitch. You're not going to give me no goddamn yelp rating of motherfucking three, bitch. Your food was delicious, bitch, and don't try to act like it won't. So Bernard was ready to whip her motherfucking ass for that Yelp raid. <laughs> Bernard said, fuck you, bitch. Um, so then the lady went back and changed the rating to a one, 
Because she said she does not have time to play with you hoes. So she changed the rating to a one. And she said, I had initially rated this restaurant a three. But after I did so, the manager showed up at my house after 10 o'clock on a Sunday. So now I'm changing the shit to a one. So she said, look, um, my petty does not end. Goddamn, I got petty for days, bitch. So, I mean, that mother... Bernard said, I'm coming to your house, bitch. And that was not really his name. But it just seemed like somebody that would come to your house name is Bernard Little. Do it not. Is it just me? Anyway, moving on along. Um, and pot your pussy for the culture. So, um... Robert Kelly said that his motherfucking feelings is hurt um, because y'all bitches been, um, y'all have been basically saying that he should not be able to perform. And you know, this should have happened a long goddamn time ago. But because R. Kelly been um, raping and molesting and taking advantage of black women, you know, it's been overlooked. And he's been able to do this shit ever since, what, uh, motherfucking 94 that we know of around when Aaliyah was living and he was fucking around. Like, R. Kelly has been messing with younger women and taking advantage of them and exploiting them and all this fuckery for years. But because niggas love to step in the name of love, R. Kelly been getting away with it. And because white people don't give a damn, he ain't been fucking with their daughters. He was smart enough um, to keep fucking with black women because he know don't nobody give a damn. And, you know, he been able to do this and still help motherfuckers two-step, you know, um, all the way through the 2000s up until now. So, black women have been getting together, and there's actually a hashtag. Um, the hashtag is, uh, where is the goddamn hashtag? Uh, cinnamon bitch. Uh, I don't see the hashtag. I had it, uh, down here. Where is the damn hashtag at? Um, it's something like hashtag, um... Stop R. Kelly from fucking or something. No, that's not a hashtag, but it's something um, in regard to R. Kelly. Um, stop, um, silence R. Kelly or something. Um, so basically what's happening, um, like different people are speaking out. Ava DuVernay spoke out and um, these people are saying that um, they want to silence R. Kelly because he is still continuing to make money even though he's exploiting women, basically openly, because everybody knows what's happening. So, all came back and said um, that, first of all, he is heartbroken. He is distraught because y'all, he said that um, all of the women that he has been with were over age and were with him. Um... Um, it was, you know, they chose to be with him and he didn't force anybody to do anything. So he said, he just can't believe that y'all trying to stop stepping in the name of love and that y'all don't want to hear him come and sing that to y'all, you know, like, cause you know, niggas love it. They love 
R. Kelly ass. And me too. His music, like, I ain't gonna sit here and deny that R. Kelly's motherfucking music is not amazing. R. Kelly is a goddamn musical genius. Like, that nigga put together, I won't even sit here and think about all the motherfucking songs, but when you think about the shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as him performing, you know, and continuing to make money, that's some bullshit. Because he shouldn't be continuing to make money. And this thing, he probably, ooh, see, I don't even want to think about it. And supposed to have some women recently that he had fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying, against their wills. And, you know, who were being made and forced to be with him. And their families were concerned. You know, their schedules were so different as far as them being able to talk to them and shit. You know, I can't on some other shit. But, um, yeah, so people are speaking out. Um, did I say Ava DuVernay spoke out and said that she supported you know, um, silencing him, and, so, yeah, R. Kelly said his feelings is hurt, um, I don't know, he said he know that, uh, these is y'all songs for real, no doubt, and he don't understand why the fuck y'all, you know, trying to make him be quack, or he just want to make y'all dance in the name of love, and he don't get it, so, but, um, R. Kelly stopped fucking with people's daughters, and, you know, um, so yeah, I think that's it for Pot Your Pussy for the Culture this week, um, alright, so, I think a segment that I'll be ending the show with most weeks, um, is a segment called Top 5, <clears throat> and Top 5 is where I'm gonna give y'all my top 5 of whatever for the week, so, this week, my top 5, um, if you don't know, then I'm going to go ahead and tell you I am an avid motherfucking Wu-Tang fan. I love the Wu. Um, so this week, I'm going to give y'all my top five. And see, this was very difficult because I have a lot of favorite Wu-Tang songs. So this was really hard to choose, but I did my best. Um, I'm going to give y'all my top five Wu-Tang songs. Um, this includes... Um, they albums together and also they individual albums. So, um, and this is not in any particular order. Um, wait a minute. Just because, why not? Um, okay. So. My top five Wu songs ever in the history of Wu songs. And like I said, this is um, all of them together as well as their individual projects and in no particular order. So, my first song in my top five Wu songs is Tears off the Into the 36 Chambers um, album. Um... My second song here is Verbal Intercourse off of Raekwon's Only Built for Cuban Links. What? Oh, my God. Now, that right there is really one of... I love that song. Nas is on that shit. It's just <sighs> such a classic. Um, 
two lives of white guy. Just classic. Um, the next song I got up here is Nutmeg. That's off of Ghostface Supreme Clientele CD. Dope. Favorite. Just fucking <sighs> love that shit. Um, next is uh, Release Your Delph. When I first stepped on the scene, niggas was petrified. What, nigga? Oh, my God. I remember when that shit came out. Ah, the motherfucking horns in the background. Oh, my God. Listen, when I stopped recording, I'm going to have to listen to it at least one time, even though it's three, four to six. I'm going to have to cut it on because this shit is just so lit. Like, it's crazy. I ain't never worked out to it, but I can imagine it's a lit-ass workout song, too. And that was off of Method Man's Takao album. And the last song that I got up here is Kame. Kame was off Ghostface um, Iron Man CD. And um, Raekwon and Capadonna was in that song, too. So, those were my top five rule songs. I mean, so many honorable mentions. I can't... Every other song from them is an honorable mention because I love them. Like, I love the woo. So, anyway. Um, so, that's it for the Brick Report tonight for the first episode. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, the next episode will be out next Monday. I am not looking at um, a calendar, so I don't know what date that is, but... Again, I'll be uh, promoting or whatever. Um, uh, I told y'all a bitch is a bit of a procrastinator, so the Facebook and Instagram and Twitter pages are not up yet, but they will be, you know. I am working on other things as well, so work with a bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least the show is here. I mean, goddamn, shit. Anyway, I hope y'all have a fabulous fucking day. Because the day, again, y'all asses will be getting up in a few hours. So, I hope y'all have a fabulous motherfucking day. And, um, listen to some woo today. Put a smile on your face. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And I'm going to holler at y'all. Peace.